What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste. And this is BA. And welcome back to Made Man Podcast. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts and everything that we feel every man in the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. Episode 18 today. Yeah. Making big steps, people. Big steps. Strides. So today's topic, um, today we're going to be covering hip-hop and, hey, and rap culture. Yeah. The culture. The culture, especially in our culture. So this is going to be a big one for us. Um, just some of, the, some of the different dynamics of rap culture it's, um, can be taken from many different angles. So we're just going to focus on this because we relate to it every day here now. As of January, or as of last year, rap is the number one most listened to genre of music. Yeah. Finally got rock up out of there. Got the fuck out of there. Yeah, rock was hitting hard, man. We remember that. Rock and roll, but rap has surpassed it now because you got so many rappers. And who's at the top of that list? Um, I think it's uh, Drake and uh, Kendrick Lamar. Easily. Easily. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, um, yeah. business side. That's what business side told me when I was doing oh, business. Research. I was yeah, about yeah. to say, I'm trying to. I'm yeah, trying you, to think, you think I'm just talking out yeah, my ass? Like, like, like nah, Drake. <laughs> no, Drake and uh, Kendrick Lamar sit at the top of that list as far as like most listened to um, hip hop, hip hop R and B uh, genre. Entertainer and a yeah. conscious rapper. I can see that. But so, as y'all know, hip hop and uh, rap are one and the same, but they also can be dissected a little bit. What's your take on like? I guess like hip hop and rap and just to kind of give people like an idea of what we going with this. So, um, a lot of people don't know this. Well, if you don't, then you're trash. But, um, so, uh, <laughs> hip hop period started in, um, the seventies down the street from us in the Bronx, New York. And, um, basically like people always, I feel, um, treat hip hop like it's just the music genre. Mm-hmm. And but we gotta realize like hip hop is comprised of like a lot of different things. So it's comprised of um, graffiti, break dancing, DJing, and MCing. So that's how uh, yeah. yeah. So that's so the MCing comes in like with the rap, right? But I think that I just we just wanted to start it off as far as saying like hip hop isn't just a genre, like mm-hmm. it's comprised. Of, so it's a culture. Mm-hmm. It is the culture. It is a culture. And mm-hmm. it's, according to Business Insider, is the it's the most popular culture. It is the culture. So Recently, it's just like yeah. yeah, yeah. So just wanted to differentiate that. Like rap and hip hop. Hip hop is the culture. Rap is a component of that culture. Fair enough. So yeah, we're gonna dissect that. We're gonna run into it. See, I'll just bear with us as we take y'all through this little journey. So before that we're gonna start off with the quarter of the day. It is it's time for the quarter of the day. Alright, so the quarter of the day is brought to you by BA. So this quote comes from uh, the legend, KRS-One, hip-hop legend. So it goes a little something like this. Hip-hop is more than music, right? Hip-hop has crossed cultural boundaries that other music genres never cross. Hip-hop is not only the music you listen to, but the way that you feel, the way that you walk, the way that you talk, and the way that you act. Hip-hop is a state of mind, an entire generation. 30 years strong, we are the hip-hop generation. All right? Did I just go to church? <laughs> Might have went to church. Go ahead and unpack it then. That was a long quote. But it was a long quote. I think I think we can take this though. What, what angle are you taking on it? So the angle I'm taking on is just kind of like understanding like hip-hop is, uh, like, like the quote said, it's a culture. Like it's not, you can't just put it down to music because the way it makes you feel, like the stories that are told, like 
it's a part of culture like anytime you listen to a song somebody's telling some type of some type of story or some type of experience that they had mm -hmm. and when you feel that when you hear that story you feel it so therefore like it becomes a part of you so like it's interesting just the way this this how hip-hop is more so like not just music but it's a culture it's the way that you see the you see the world through somebody else's eyes yeah i totally agree i feel like for a lot of times for me just listening to rap music is uh it's like a gateway into like the other side of the track so to mm -hmm. speak or another like society or culture that i would have never experienced mm -hmm. otherwise like i'm not going to be able to relate to everybody sometimes i don't even listen to music because i relate i just listen to it because dang this mm -hmm. person just like me they just grew up on the opposite side of the track mm -hmm. and so i like in the quote where it was talking about hip-hop is not only just the music you listen to but it's also the way you walk talk act dress etc like that because it is and it's non-stop mm -hmm. it's with the culture it advances as we advance mm -hmm. and so people really take cult like hip-hop is lost sometimes what these rappers say yeah they want to have a cars they want to have a woman they want to wear the fancy chains hype beast they want to flash it only you know it's just like you embody these people like you don't even know these people but because they say it all of a sudden now you feel like dang i need to be like that right and that's that's the and like even though like that is a component of like hip rap hip-hop mm -hmm. um it's not all that it is like it's kind of up but for the simple fact that like, you feel something or you feel like that's how you gotta be because of what the music is giving you exactly yeah it has and that much how, power that's so how you know that's how you know like yo this is really like culture mm -hmm. like, this is like culture is the way that you feel like traditions things like that so and it talks about we're the hip-hop generation which speaks to the fact that it's the number one you know listen to genre music yeah. at this point in time so as you can see it's 2018 now rap's been around since like you said the 70s yes so it's not like rap is getting better more than ever because everybody's rapping about something. You got different types of rappers. Yeah. So it's just like, like you said, it's just the culture. You know, embody it, mm. take it for what it is, realize that it's growing, it's not stopping. So I guess that's kind of, <laughs> did I even make a point in that quote just I now? I don't know. <laughs> you kind of you just. I guess like, I was, more well, started making a point, I was just giving my thoughts on it. The quote of the day, I guess you just give your thoughts how it relates to you. So now we got the quote of the day mm. out the way. Let's right. Let's just jump. Oh yeah. And by the way, we're not having like a power recap. Obviously, we told y'all last week. Sad face. No power <laughs> recap, guys. No power. But this week is supposed to be really good. Hey, I watched it this morning. Shit got crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's all we gonna say on that. So anyway, moving along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You ain't spilling nothing over here. So anyway, let's move into uh, rap culture. Rap today. So to start, let's just talk about um. You know, rap heavily influences people today, mm. but a lot of people argue that rap is so different now compared to what it was back then. Mm. I'm not going to do the whole dissection between rap back then versus now because we could talk about that all day, and that is an extremely broad topic. Mm. And plus, if you ain't got the facts, then you don't need to talk about it. I just want to talk about specific um, things in this age's rap, this new age rap. And one of the things that sticks out to me the most is the fact that a lot of rappers, a lot of old school rappers have said this. They say it's a lot of people that are mumble rapping these days like do you even do you know exactly like what mumble rapping is so mumble rapping is um i mean there's some subset of rap that i think just came about recently like what was that 2016 2017 yeah right around when the migos uh but they ain't mumble rappers though they you don't think, you think might they have been rappers? for a little bit yeah they they, they kind of were like because it was some songs we couldn't really understand what they were saying it was just like he was going with it because mm. it sounded good the beat was nice and all your friends knew those two three lyrics mm. 
But you get like just examples, I guess, of people that do the whole mumble rapping thing. Would be people like Future. I think he like mm. the number one. Mm. We all love Future, but sometimes the I don't even know what Future be saying in his songs. <laughs> Future Future is definitely a mumble rapper, but it's just like his <laughs> delivery is crazy though. That's what it's all about. Though, his though, delivery, delivery is crazy. You got like I talked about. We got the Migos. And you got these new age rappers like Lil Uzi, Rich the Kid, mm. Rich Gang, Rich Homie Quan, Young Thug. They all sound the same, pretty much. It's just mm. different lyrics. Exactly. Especially designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 Congratulations because he graduated from special ed. Like, designer, even on Wildin' Out, he always just screaming or yelling. Or, in his song, I be hyped, but I don't even know what I be hyped about sometimes. That's <laughs> a fact. That's a fact. I just be hyped about it. So, like, what's your whole take on the whole mumble rappers? Do you feel like that's authentic rap or do you have no respect for the mumble rap? Because it's um, quote unquote easy. I think that mumble rappers are essential to the ecosystem of uh, rap. <laughs> he loves to the ecosystem. I like, I like the word ecosystem. Like, it's cool. But, um,. I think, like, it's just uh, they're able to, uh, you know, just add to what um, rap is. Like, whether, like, you know what they're saying or not, it's usually going to be a good beat behind it. It's going to be something catchy. Oh, that's so it's just like they still do add to um, rap, in my opinion. And um, sometimes when you do understand what they say, you be like, yo, like, I can relate a little bit, maybe. If I knew what you were saying more often, then maybe I would really like take you serious. But I think that um, people be in the club don't even know what they're yeah, saying. Just yeah. like uh, uh, Future got this one song, um, Hundred Racks. Um, Hundred people have heard this. But Hundred Racks, uh, what what he said? He just he he mumbled. He been, it took me a while to figure out what he was saying. You but and the song me and was everybody called, else. It was like it, I think it was I, he was saying like Hundred Racks. That's how I, that's how it was. It's like his mouth bit. But like, then I kept listening. Then I kept listening. I was like, oh, Hundred Racks busting out the rapper. I was like, okay, now I know what you're saying. Now, now this I get what's going on. Now I know why the song is called Hundred Racks. So it's like. Little stuff like that, like, yeah, like, I think, like, you don't understand what you're saying, but you just take that stuff at face value. Like, you like, it's a good beat. I don't know. My take on the mumble rappers is just, like, it's good music. It's, wait, it's, are, are we agreeing that Future is the leader of the mumble rappers? I, I think Future might be the leader. He the leader? Like, just because, like, he just consistently does it. He acknowledges the fact that he does mm -hmm. do it, and he just don't care. It's like, look, I'm making records. I'm getting to the bag. Right. That's what it's about for me. Basically, he knows what he's doing. He admits to doing it. So, yeah, we can give him number one. Number one mumble rapper of the year. My take is just, like, it's good music. People get into the bag. It's music that we can all rap to. We can turn up to in the club. Maybe I don't know what you all you saying, but then again, there's not any song I think I know every single word to. Yep. It has a catchy hook. It has, like, just those few bars that you know that you can spit with your homies and y'all both know it. So, I feel like it's, that's mm -hmm. my take. Migos, I love the Migos. Like, that freestyle, the 17 minute freestyle they did on, um, not Sway in the Morning. They did on Sway in the Morning, but it was another one, is a the other dude. But anyway. But I feel like the way the Migos rap, um, it just takes me back in the day. The way they rap is like, um, 
they just like drunk rap or high rap. So it's Drink like it on fold. Yeah. Drink so it on it's fold. just like so it's just Drink like it like back in the day, like when I used to sit in a circle with my homies and we used to just pass the shades. Yo, that's yeah, the same like, thing. Like like that's the way that they rap though. That's the same like, that's thing. That's the way they I, rap. I was thinking like, the same like, thing. Like it's like you freestyling with Yeah, they just freestyle like off the top and I just think that like they probably don't spend that much time in the studio, but because of the production, because they know it's catchy, like usually like when you when you high, when you drunk. And you just start passing the shades around the circle. That's the way that they rap. But they got the ad libs too. Like all said, be coming. No, they they ad libs are crazy. Yes, they be coming with the ad libs. Who got the best ad libs in the game? Um, is he? You talking about just amigos? Everybody. I don't know design. Yeah, some of the best. No, no, them shits. Them shits annoying. Um, be loud, obnoxious. I feel like uh, Jeezy got the best ad libs in the game, man. I don't care what you say. What ad libs? Hey. Like this, man. Whatever. Chip. That's so ad That's my. <laughs> anyway, man. Mumble rappers in. That's the that's the way that we're moving forward. Anyway, so yeah, it kind of is what it is. You can choose to like it or not. Choose, clearly, people like it. Mm. That's why these people are selling records and a yeah. lot of them at that. So moving along. So we know today in this day and age that. Uh, Rap music is pretty much centered around mainstream rap. Mainstream rap is yeah. centered around sex, drugs, and money. So, I'm sure you listen to a lot of rap. I listen to a lot of rap too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are impressionable. Like a lot of people, they take this as law. They really act on the stuff that they hear. They really think they live in that life and they about that life because they listen to it through somebody else's mm-hmm. you know, vision through their lyrics and stuff. So, do you feel like? Um, just just listening to the rap, we all got our favorite artists and stuff like that. Do you feel like the rap has kind of like influenced you a little differently, maybe in the way that you relate to people, maybe the way that you even mm-hmm. talk to our queens, you know, just women in general? Because in rap songs, they always refer to women as bitches. Women refer to themselves as bitches. I'm a Barbie bitch. I'm the queen bitch. Mm-hmm. HBC, you know, so how does that, do you feel like that has like, a, that does affect you a little bit as far as your approach goes to women because it's the culture, everybody's doing it? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, you just like, I'm Brian, I was raised on these morals like how do you mm. how do you feel about it um so his was his his my my track or my growing up with rap um it influenced me a lot i think in my opinion like i was i'm all i've always been like heavy in the music so i was so heavy in the music growing up that like when i heard a sample on a song like i would go find i would go look on youtube to figure out where that sample came from or who sampled the song and um so yeah i'm i'm, I'm heavy in the music um, as far as the way I like interact with people, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think when I was younger, um, I definitely was a uh, mob all day, money mm-hmm. over bitches. Yeah. Like that's all I knew. Like it was uh, just like never, ch- never, never trusted chick. None of that. Like it was just kind of like mob all day. If mm-hmm. you ain't, if it ain't money, it don't make sense. Yeah, I remember when everybody was on their way, man. But I almost got like it was so bad. I almost got an mob tattoo when I was younger. No, yeah, I almost got an mob tattoo. Man, you should have got the tattoo, man. You would, that wouldn't have been the worst thing I've seen, man. You got some people with people's faces tatted on them. I was. I almost got the mob tattoo. So yeah, like it definitely um, influenced me in that way. Um, I think as I got older and started to expose myself more to like different types of rap. Um, I think that I was able to have a more well-rounded uh, worldview. Um, so when it came, I was I was able to understand the different um, the different uh, I guess 
components of rap. So you do have the. How old were you when you were doing this? I was like a teenager. I was like okay. I was, yeah, like, about, thir- yeah. I was like thirteen, fourteen like years old. Yeah. yeah, I was like thirteen, fourteen years old, and I was able to kind of like separate like all right, like this is what I'm going to get from this type of rap. So conscious rap. So when it comes to uh, the commons, the most deaths, the. Um, who else? Even going back to KRS One, mm-hmm. um, I was able to just kind of separate. Like, all right, this is what I'm gonna get from this. I'm gonna get something that's gonna be educational. It's something that's gonna make me think, stuff like that. But when it came to like the games, when it came to the Fifty Cents, when it came to yeah. people like that, <laughs> like I was just kind of like, all right, like I know like, that shit got me hype, and I could relate to it in some t- in in some, not in always, but sometimes like, I can kind of relate to it because the way that I was kind of the things that I had seen mm-hmm. up to that point in my life, but it was just kind of like, I know, like, I need to just kind of balance this out. Okay, so, so you already kind of had a conscious of the fact that, okay, I just this is post-MOB or before? Uh, no, I was MOB when I was, like, 8, 10, 8 to 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you started to get That I was trying. God. I was man. trying. Yeah, that's that's some, that's some definitely some influence right there. Yeah, um... That's crazy, but so it, it looks like you were still able to kind of like decipher between the fact that this is what I'm listening to versus what I'm doing in real life. Like I'm not really trying to yeah, like like yeah, and it just the way I interacted with people, I definitely like left women on the back burner. Like mm-hmm. it was really like um, I'm never trusting a woman. Blah blah. Tell blah. me more about the women. Like women refer to themselves as bitches. Do you refer to women as bitches? Um, I I I actually like when I when I when I was on my like money over bitches shit I did not I still didn't refer to women as bitches because I felt like um, I just wasn't raised that way mm. but it was just kind of like it was just money over women like I never was never like just money over bitches but I think that it was just more so like I just didn't see like the value in a woman initially like when I was younger yeah. so it was just kind of like and this was because of rap music it, it was it played that was a part I of mean, it yeah, I yeah, mean yeah it's other components, yeah, it's other components it, components it, it influenced me like yeah. I can't say like this is the sole reason that. Yeah. there was other it was other things um, that kind of influenced me to think that way but I think like it influenced me to be like alright it's okay for me to think this way mm-hmm. because if you ain't making me money then shit why are you talking to me? <laughs> Man, for me, it was a whole different... Like, I'm from the other side of the tracks. So obviously, uh, we probably talked about that already in the last podcast. But for me, that word never... Like, I'm going to start with the women segment of it. But calling a woman a, a bitch was... Like, if I ever even mentioned that word, it looked like it was about to come out of my mouth. But my mom would slap that shit back in my mouth. Like, it's like, son, I love you. And because I'm raised, I'm going to let you know that, that that never better come out your mouth. Like... That is the ultimate disrespect to a woman. Matter of fact, the reason why, like, I was, like, I just, like, got the fear of God in my heart calling a woman a bitch. Like, I didn't say it often because, like, when I was, like, I was, like, I was, like, 10 or 11. And I called this little girl a bitch. And, uh. Yo, you was a real gangster, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was, like, yo, you a bitch. And then, like, she went to go get a big brother. Uh-oh. So like her big brother came and whooped my ass and I had to apologize to her. <laughs> so um, that's why like after that day I was like, right, I'm not calling nobody. I call nobody a bitch no more. Yeah, I, I can think it, but I ain't gonna say it no more. No, nah, but it's just like I be, I'm confused sometimes when it comes to this word because it's supposed to be the way I was raised is taught as a word that's like it's a hum- humiliating yeah. and it, it's disrespectful. Yeah, and it demoralizes people. So it's just like 
when I was taught that way versus women just calling each other bitches now, a man, I've, I've seen people, like some people back in school, they was like, yeah, man, my bitch. Or they'll be talking to a woman saying, yeah, this bitch, to the woman. It's just like, damn, he calling her bitch. He probably calling me one when I'm yeah, not looking. It's yeah. just like people have normalized the word and made it okay. Yeah. I feel like it really depends on how you say it. Yeah, it's uh, all about the way you say yeah, it. Yeah, and the intent behind it. Some people are like, you acting like a bitch. Some people would argue that's still not okay to say. Mm-hmm. Versus some people that just say straight up, you are a bitch. And they'd be like, bitch. You know, it's different ways you say it. So, yeah. I just stay away from it all together. I don't stay away from it still. Like, I like to play with fire. Uh-oh. Um, but uh, the way that I put it to you now. Like, I already I don't, got burned once. Yeah, I already got burned once. But it was just kind of like, the way that I look at the word bitch. I, I never been the, I've never been the um, type of person to be like, oh, you better watch that B word. Before I beat your ass. Man, I never been that dude. Like with I, dudes though, it's not really like people, we don't really get like super tight over this. Like no, some dudes do, some show dude. me I'm a bitch. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. but I'm, I'm saying like some dudes used to be like that back in the day. Like I went to all boys school, yeah. so like it was in high school, so it was just kind of like I'm calling everybody a bitch. Mm-hmm. So it's just like because that's why we we just joke around like that. So it kind of yeah. just desensitized like me to like the yeah, word. That's the problem. Yeah. So it's just kind of like. When I say bitch today, like if a woman was to call me a bitch, I'd take no offense to I'd just be like, how? Mm. And I, it's been situations where I've like dealt with women and I'd be like, like no disrespect, but like you really acting like a bitch right oh, now. Oh, that's crazy, man. I can't but, if they, but, if, but, even, but even like if they were to come back to me, it's like, listen, like you really acting like a bitch right now. I would like want to know like, how am I acting like a bitch? Explain it to me. <laughs> so I think that like the way that I the way that I see bitch, I just want to like understand the context that you're using it behind because I'm just like not that mm-hmm. sensitive. And like I guess like the, the when I call these women, when I call them, when I say a woman like yo, you acting like a bitch, I never mean it with disrespect because I'll have like a. I mean, it's a disrespectful meaning behind the word though. So it's just like yeah. even if you playing around with it, it's still like it's like a joke. Like forty sixty half of it's true, half of it's funny with the bitch. Maybe it's not you talking about. Yeah. It's not calling him a bitch, but it's still a negative connotation attached to the word. That's my only thoughts on it. Definitely, definitely, but that's just the way that I function. Like <laughs> everybody function different. Yeah, like and and everyone, everyone is not gonna put up with that, but. Like for the women that I usually like talk to, like it's just usually like I can I I don't call them bitch, but I'd be like I'd be mm-hmm. having moments where it's like, no, you acting like a bitch, and then like if she was to be like, no, you're acting like a bitch, mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, let's talk about it. See, that's, <laughs> see, I'm I'm so different with that, but um, also just touching back on the the whole rap and how it influences me. Honestly, rap has influenced me a little bit. Like, I definitely like the clothes, you know, just. The way that they dress and stuff like that, I like the the whole fashion aspect, mm-hmm. like the whole flashy lifestyle. Cause I th- I do think that's kind of cool. I want to have that one day in my life. Maybe not to the extent that they have it, wasting money and stuff, mm-hmm. but I do see myself having some of them things. I do attribute a little bit of that to um, just rap because these are the people we listen to on a day to day basis. Yeah. But as far as the way I relate to people, I don't feel like rap really has uh, influenced the way that I relate to people too much because I know how to separate it. Kind of like you said. I know how to separate the fact that this is what I'm listening to. This is my mm-hmm. escape to whatever reality I want to go to based off that person, how they live life versus where I am now. Like, I'm going to work every day, working a nine to five. My mm-hmm. name is Christian. Uh, you know, I live in an apartment in, in Brooklyn. But these people, like, they, I don't be trying to trap out the band, though. I don't be trying to, like, drink, you know, yeah. sell, pop molly, none of that yeah. stuff. Like, I'm not living that life. That's not me. I don't try to, so I don't let this music influence that for me so i just listen to it for what it is just music it always has but it takes a certain level of maturity to like just take it as just music though and then and some people even go as far as to where they say no it don't influence me but it actually is they just they don't know how to admit the fact that it is influencing them like they saying shit they wouldn't normally say acting ways they wouldn't normally act yeah 
Like, this happens to people in our generation, like millennials all the time. Yeah, we're very impressionable. So, man, like, I'm not sitting here saying that I've never been influenced by some rap. So, like, the whole fly shit only wave that went by. You know, the fly shit, everybody was everybody on that was wave, screaming. man. Like, in, in, in high school, like, when um, Jabot James was popping and shit, like, I was always trying to get me some Jabot. You were trying to be in. I used to get the pink uh, polos, mm-hmm. have my collar flipped up, all that shit. You like, got rompers. People, the men trying to wear rompers now. Okay, I don't know. Nah, men trying to wear rompers and it's all to keep up with the fads and what's going on. (laughs) But anyway, I say that to say like it's a lot of uh, people that can be influenced. It's good that me and you aren't really that much influenced by it and that we can kind of call that out and see that there is a difference between the two. I still respect my queens. At the end of the day, I respect my queens. 100%. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day. So, also, we talked about rap being culture. So, we obviously know rap is part of the black culture. It's where it started. Black culture. Mm-hmm. So, I want to get more specific with the question. I want to ask you, what what does... uh, Or how do you believe rap has influenced your culture? Like, based on where you're from. Like, the way you grew up. Well, just because I'm from Chicago. Like, you know, Common, Kanye West. Uh, people like... Uh, who else? G Herbo. Little um mm-hmm. little baby like those people like um I think they influenced. No, you forgot Sosa, man. He's Sosa for sure. Oh, I'm so disrespectful, man. Dang, man. Chief Sosa, man. Um, yeah, I think it influenced me in a variety of different ways. I think that it's just that I was able to uh, chance the rapper too. I'm missing out a lot of important oh, people. Oh yeah, man. But um, I think I I just had a balance like growing up as far as like the way it influenced like who I am. Um, you had Kanye with the creativity, with always just um, those samples. Like he's part of the reason I started to even look up samples because like every song he made, it was a sample in it. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like, all right, let me see where this song actually came from. What mm-hmm. was this song actually about before Kanye took it and put it on the track? And then when it came to um, Common, he would just always make references to places that I was uh, at in Chicago. Yeah. So it just made me more prideful in like my city mm-hmm. where I came from. And then on the flip side of that, you had uh, you had Chief Keith, and Chief Keith like I went to school. I went to school in the same neighborhood where he lived, so it just felt like that sense of connection between like I like. You. Well, you said he went to your school. Or went no, to- no, no. He went to the same. I went to school in the same neighborhood that he lived in, Inglewood, Chicago, oh. and like um, just. It just felt like you had more of a connection with that person because you see, you saw that growing process. Mm-hmm. Like Chief Keith is younger than me, but yeah, I was I still, but I was, time, but I was still, but I was still bumping his music. Like when Three Hundred came out, I was in high school, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like I just felt it. Like anytime Love Sosa comes on in New York, like it's just a sense of pride. Anytime Finito come on in New York, I'm going crazy because yeah. it's just like home. Like it's just then, and you see Chance the Rapper, he went to Kenwood, and it's just like. That it's so many different like types of rap that have come out of Chicago. Um, I think it influenced me in a way to where I was just able to be more prideful in my city, mm-hmm. where I come from, my upbringings, like everything around me. Like when I when I hear Cottage Grove in a rap, I went to school on Cottage Grove, mm-hmm. so it was just kind of like, oh, I've been there, like I've been through this, like, I I'm proud of that, and it just it's just like it just makes it. How can I put it? It just makes my upbringing is more authentic as far as like I've lived these things I've seen these things like this mm-hmm. is a part of me because 
like like we saying like rap is rap hip hop is a hip hop is a culture yeah rap is a component of that so it just gives you an opportunity to just be more prideful in that mm-hmm. but I'm actually curious to hear like you from the south so like the yeah. south been running the game yeah 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 for yeah. a while mm-hmm. so it's just like tell me about like how that's influenced your upbringing because. The South been popping for a while. Lil John, the East Side Boys, mm-hmm. Young Bloods, Yin Yang Swans. We got a whole lot of. We got Lil Boosie, Kevin Gates, Outkast, Ti, Lil Wayne, Ludacris, just name a few. But it's just like I try to like. It's it, with me with my upbringing. It was so different because I went to school in Daphne, Alabama, which is super small. Nobody really knows no. much about that. No rappers went to my school. We went. We had a couple of football players that are now in the league. But it's just like I was always kind of separated away from everybody that was hot or what was really going on. Like you lived actually, you went to school in the same like cities as some mm. of these people did. So they actually influenced you in a much bigger way. But with me, I guess like instead of talking specifically how they influenced like just my culture, my upbringing, stuff like that, I just want to say how they influenced just my culture in general. Like how does rap influence mm. my culture in general? I feel like it's influenced me in several ways. One way like I mentioned earlier, it kind of gives me a segue or a gateway into another life that I would know nothing about. Like, I don't know what it's like to struggle with the lights off. And when you hear certain, like, I remember I heard a story one time mm-hmm. about a friend of mine from Pritchard, Alabama. And he was like, at a certain time of the night, like, all the street lights went out in the whole neighborhood. And everybody just knew you had to be in the house, like, by a certain time. Like, you remember they was like, be inside by the time the street lights yeah. come on or whatever. And all the street lights went off. They were just, <laughs> the street lights went off. And when you hear gunshots, everybody in the house just hit the ground. It don't matter if you're outside or not. I was in Atlanta. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is in the South still. I'm in Atlanta. I'm at a football game with one mm-hmm. of my boys. And uh, somebody was shooting in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And so immediately when I hear that, I'm, I'm standing up. Like, where we going? I look around. I look everywhere I don't see nobody and I look down and everybody like just on the ground and they like man get down and it's just like oh dang and it makes sense to get down if it's gunshots but from where I'm from I don't hear gunshots every other day or every other yeah, week yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, it's so crazy because like I think that's interesting because like I've learned the differences between like gunshots because like when I was living uh, with my pops versus firecrackers and, uh, <laughs> yeah gunshots versus firecrackers it's like when I, I I was just so used to it to where like it just became nothing for mm-hmm. me to just be like oh it's gunshots mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like I just know what to do in that situation like I just get away from the window yeah turn the lights out and I See, hit the flow I wouldn't know what to do I'd be flow. following you like yeah. what do you do next what are we gonna do yeah, turn nah. the light <laughs> like no, nah, just turn the lights out just hit it See, get away from the window hit the flow it's so different so when I listen to this music I get to hear about stuff and that is really like fascinating to me how you can put this into lyrics and yeah. make it catchy and give it a beat and everything yeah. like that and I, and I think that's why hip hop is uh, well rap is the number one uh, music drama right now because mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of the times like white America or the other like wants to hear about these experiences right mm-hmm. so they want to hear about our stories our experience in this country especially like with our generation being more socially conscious like right. so like uh, social justice like we're all about that so the only way that some white people are able to hear about like these stories where we come from mm-hmm. is through music and J. Cole talked about it in 1985 yeah. like they want to know like they want to see you tatted from your face yeah, to your yeah. ears like that song was and they just want to and at the end of the day they want to be they want to be you mm-hmm. so it's just like interesting to hear like um you know like your upbringing and how it was just kind of different yeah that's another point too it also like I love rap music and I appreciate it for the culture because it tells the struggle too it tells the struggle that we've all faced just mm-hmm. over time since way back in the 70s. Yeah, like, being like, a person of color in the United States. Growing up in the United yeah. States, like, 
fuck, like in, in NWA, fuck the police, and they, yeah, I mean, people say the music was like a menace to society because it did kind of like promote violence a little bit, but yeah, they but, talk about stuff we can relate to, the police it, shootings and brutality and stuff but, like that. But they talk from a place of like things that I've experienced, mm-hmm. so it was never like so. Even if they promoted violence, like it was just something that they experienced, so it wasn't like they were selling us on a dream, like yeah. they wasn't painting this fantasy this is real life. For it. Mm-hmm. it was just like their reality, so you can't get mad at that. Right, so, and it's just like fuck the police. Like it just was like at that time, like the police like have been beating people of color forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is their whole. That was their whole goal. Like mm-hmm. when when um just a little history lesson real quick. But um when um when the whole purpose of police like in the beginning like when they first got started was to police black people. Yeah, not white people, black people. So it's just like. This has been happening forever. And like, it started off as a small, like, neighborhood watch yeah, before it became yeah. the police department. The neighborhood yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. I like the way you put that. <laughs> no. <laughs> the nigger beaters. I got <laughs> but, um, That's not funny, but it's... <laughs> Brian is stupid. <laughs> but um, it's just interesting to see, like, how... Um, you know, like, even though, like, it may promote violence, like, mm-hmm. you can't help it if that's your everyday reality. Exactly, and that's the beauty of it. It's the way that people can take this anger instead of going out killing somebody, they can put it into their music. So it's still, it's not like, it's not violent, even though yeah. it's promote, like, it's still like, this is how I express myself. It gives our people, it gives just people in general mm-hmm. another voice. Yeah. To talk about stuff they normally wouldn't have a word or say so in. They can talk politics, religion, mm-hmm. sex, drugs, struggle, self improvement, self empowerment, mm-hmm. anything through music. And because mm-hmm. it's a catchy beat, because you love the lyrics, because you wait, you love the way that he was able to put that into a mm-hmm. a way that now it's appeasing and everybody wants to hear. It. Now you respect them and like, oh, let me listen to what he's saying. It makes sense. You start movements, you start marches, yeah. whatever you want to do. Yeah, definitely. So it's influenced the culture in a major way, but um. Next is we're gonna take it back a little bit. We got a little serious on the history of bag right I now. I love it. I love it, man, because music I love music, man. I love it. Let's get back into the let's get back into the new age rappers. Um so this is another thing, and we listen to all rappers, all I love music in general. Getting to the bag is what I'm all about. But we both know, and it'd be crazy if we didn't talk about the fact that there are two types of rappers out there. Okay, talk about There it. are the genuine rappers, people that actually live their life. Mm-hmm. They rap about the stuff that they experience, their struggle. Yep. And you know they actually about their life, quote unquote. Yeah. Then you have the entertainers, which is the music that we love. We love this music. These are the people that we go to the concerts, they're jumping around, creating the dances, doing all this other stuff. But they're entertainers. They haven't really lived that struggle, but they rapping about stuff like they have lived that struggle. That's a fact. I have examples of these, just so you can kind of know, like as far as like uh like gangster rappers go, or, like people that are actually genuine rappers. I mean, obviously we gotta put uh we gotta put Gucci Man at the top of the list, right? Hey man, Gucci real man. Gucci put a lot of people on. Signed Migos originally. Um, he signed Young Thug originally, like. But Gucci is about that Gucci life. Gucci man, Lafleur, yes. Like Gucci did time. Like we didn't know if Gucci was gonna time. come out of jail. Like come he came out looking like a whole yeah. different person. But you got Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates that's going to jail. Yeah. Like he's living this. Even though he talking about he don't get tired of eating the booty. It's another podcast. Whoa. Maybe not this podcast. <laughs> you, you eat butt? No, but Kevin okay. Gates does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, also you got Lil Boosie, another uh, rapper from the South. But um. He I didn't know Boozer was going to get out either. <laughs> Been to jail again. 50 mm-hmm. Cent, G-Unit. We don't even got to talk about that. We know how that was back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. Shot nine times. Like, it, it speaks for itself. Yep. Maybe he not gang banging now or none of that stuff. Maybe he wasn't, but 
he's definitely not doing that now, but he definitely at one point in time was living that life. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Meek Mills, uh, he's kind of on the flip yeah. side between entertainer and uh, conscious. Or mm-hmm. yeah, he's. I think uh, Meek Mills is like just able to give you both sides of the coin because he talks about. Um, you know, he talks about the money, drugs, sex, yeah. but he also able to approach you as a black man in America and he just loud. how like so it, loud as loud as fuck. <laughs> but it's still a message behind his music, like dreams and nightmares. Oh, that is like instant classic. Like that, it's an instant classic, <laughs> but it's just like it's a balance, like between entertainment. I used to pray for times like this. It started out so but it's, but it's but it's conscious at the same time because like it's like yo, I used to pray for times like this too, man. <laughs> I used to pray for times you can't like this. Can't tell me too. it's a time you've been in the club and heard that and was not just sitting there losing your shit when it came on. Well, it's like it's like everybody just it's like it's it's damn near like swag surfing. Like I feel like yes. I, I feel like in a few years, yeah, like, that's a, that's dreams a and nightmares is gonna be the same as swag surf. Everybody just gonna stop in the club it was, and just do it. To, just sing it together. And even his new album was cool too. Like he is, he's a conscious, but he's also he's been to jail too. Mm-hmm. He's lived that life. Hove, we all know about Hove. Hove the evolution of Hove. Hove the rapped, evolution, yeah. Hove rapped about like his life, drug dealing, but he also showed his uh, evolution through the rap game into a businessman, into man, Hove, a husband, legend, into. Man. Blood is, um, man. it's uh, yeah, it's, know him, yeah, yeah, he's the goat, in my opinion. The, the goat, the goat, because Hove is just like he was living that life and he rapped about it all the time. Now, yeah. you know, he had made the transition, we didn't watch the whole thing. Then you got YG, if you heard his latest album, it was like, gangster rap, that's just stay a, dangerous, man, <laughs> stay, stay dangerous. dangerous, like all he talking about is gangbanging. The yeah, whole, like, you damn near think you a blood after you listen to that album, you all got the question. Look, I'm in my room doing this. I go outside. I don't say nothing. You start replacing all your C's with B's. Talk to me, blood. Me and Nala was just about to go watch the Bear Bears. Care Bears, daddy. Uh, 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 uh. We don't use no C words, sweetheart. It's a blood house. So after you listen to that album. Nah, it's just like, I don't know if blood's really be like that. But yeah, when I listen to YG, I be feeling like, man, I'm in this. Like, we in it now. Yeah. Like, I'm in the damn, you know, but then when you turn it off, you'll be like, oh, I'm just, I'm Christian again. <laughs> but then also with the entertainers, you got people like, um, and when I say entertainer, I mean people, like I said, that just, they're great to go out and to give great shows. They don't yeah. really do that. Like, so Rick Ross would be one of the main examples for me. See, man, like, the thing about Ross is just like, Ross's pin game is crazy. That's yes. the thing, like yes. Ross can we we all know like Bars, Rick, we yes. know we know who the real freeway mm-hmm. Ricky Ross is, mm-hmm. but we know that we know that Rick the rapper Rick Ross is was a former correctional um yeah correctional, correctional officer, officer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and um I think but the thing about Ross is that he can really rap so it's just like I'm not taking away from he's an no you can't take yeah. but he's an entertainer though but, definitely man, but he, he was kind of doing all right yeah, before he, you he definitely was good before like he started you weren't about the power wasn't about to get cut out if you didn't yeah. you know start this whole rap yeah, career like and I don't trust I don't really trust nobody that used Beijing um in their beard like the Beijing had that I don't trust nobody you ain't never had no money to have no Beijing in your beard I can get I had Beijing in my beard when I was in Boston. Why are you hating on the people with Beijing? Because that beer? shit looks terrible, bro. We know it's <laughs> oh, not so you real. Know from personally? Yeah, I know from personally. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, you got and this is this is one of the most popular people out right now. I feel like he might be a mix between the two as well. But you got Drake. 
So we oh, both. Oh, Drake? Yeah, Drake don't really rap too hard. Like, he from the streets and all that stuff. I mean, he yeah, might say like, a lyric every once in a while. But, but I think but I think that's what makes him authentic because he comes from a different angle of, like, I'm not running up on nobody. I'm not jumping nobody. I'm mm. really just enjoying life. I'm really, really talking about my exes. About his I'm exes. talking about my exes. I'm enjoying life. And I got a, I got a lot of money. So, but he was also on Degrassi, so I'm just like you automatically. Intense. I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you, had a you whole can't talk about none of that bag coming in before but, this rap. I mean, yeah, but it. Drake, Drake definitely falls on on both ends of the spectrum as far as um, I think, in my opinion, as far as like conscious rap and uh, being an entertainer. Well, gen- like not even necessarily conscious, just genuine meaning, like they live that life that they rap about. I don't know, man. Like I think it's conscious because like we didn't all have some exes that we just couldn't get over. Nah, he definitely like yeah, he lived yeah. he's living that life yeah. in that aspect. Yeah, he does rap about the stuff he spent that light skin mm-hmm. mentality. That's a real thing. And Drake is the master of it. Yeah. The light skin mentality. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, I feel like is another one too. You think she's gen- entertaining? Yeah, entertaining, entertainer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She's a Barbie, the Barbs. Like she, I mean, she went from a troubled past. I think mm-hmm. she talked a little bit about that. But it's just like now she's just, she's been in like pretty much almost every genre of music. I was listening to a song from Korea or something the other day where she was featuring on. Yeah. Just like. I think like you just never know with Nicki Minaj. Like it's been, it's been talked about on other podcasts that just like. You know, like you just, she has so many different personalities. Yeah, like you just don't just know, like, like who she is. Yeah, I just feel like she's a great entertainer. Like you don't know if she like, like very niche. Like I know I, she used to rap back in the day, like yeah. go crazy, like on a track. Juicy say, get him, I'ma get him. Yeah, like monster. Like that track is a oh, classic. That, was nice. that verse is classic, Nikki. No, I love, I love this song. But it's just like I think you just. You gotta put it in an entertainment category, though. Yeah, she's she's. So you just, can't get a grip on like she's an entertainer. What's like, authentic and what's and, not? And you know what? At her level of success, which she's just making it go lower, she's diminishing it every day. But at her level of success, she shouldn't have to be like living that life. You know what I mean? Yeah. She don't have to rap about the stuff she lives. She can rap about anything. Uh, now because she's at that level of success, she could talk more about evolution. Right? She don't even have to talk about that stuff. Like you're up here, so don't sink down to other people's level. Fact. And that's simple enough with that. But also, you got plies. You hear that? You hear that? Nikki Storm said you ain't got to do that. Hey man, I'm just calling out the fact. These are the facts. (laughs) (laughs) Everything. (laughs) But I didn't. This next one, plies. Did you know that he was actually went to Miami University? 100. percent Yeah, I knew all that. He raps. Plies. Top of the class. Plies um, is a very smart individual. Um, He's an entertainer though, but you love it though. And uh, Plies, Plies went to uh, Miami University. Yeah, he uh, he rapped. He started rapping because his brother actually went his to jail. His brother went to jail, and he raps about the stuff his brother probably used to do. Dude wasn't even apprehended until 2006, and he was already famous by that time. Yeah, so, so going but, to jail is out the picture. But I think, but I think that like with Plies, like I think he always like knew that. Like he embraced that. Like he never tried to hide it. I don't know. I just feel like Plies was like the way I just see him, the way he presented himself. It was just like, oh yeah, you you live that life. But his first song was about a chick, though. Like so, like he he wasn't coming out like I'm about to. He didn't come out like his first song was like everybody knew Shawty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like he wasn't coming out like shooting and killing like. Eventually, he got to that. Yeah, but, but it's just like you don't like this. You not don't you. really do that. That's not yeah. you. Like that's not you. And so that's what I mean when I say entertainer. But the last one, and this is somebody that we also look up to, another legend in the books. Um, excuse me. This is Diddy. Hey, Diddy. Diddy. Pure entertainer. Pure entertainer. Definitely. But he's up. never said he wasn't. Like no, he never said he wasn't. He he lived his truth. Definitely. TV producer, TV host. Like yeah. Diddy is trying to get to the bag by all means necessary. Yeah. Like the hardest worker by far. 
Like, like it's crazy. But next time I watch a Diddy video, I'm motivated to go get the bag. Go get the bag. So <laughs> By those, any means. Those are like the examples of like just those different types of entertainers and genuine like rappers. How do you feel about it? Do you feel a type of way? Do you feel like everybody plays their part in this grand scheme? It's a part of the I love this word, ecosystem, man. You like it's ecosystem. a part it's a part of the ecosystem. Like to think about it, it's a part of culture. Like it's a part of the culture. Like but these we, people aren't really living this life that they're rapping it about. It doesn't matter. Like it's just that you still if you I think that like the most important thing, are you adding value? Are mm. you adding a different That's perspective? It's yeah. my whole thing. And I think that with everybody that you mentioned, that mm-hmm. they added a new whether they were genuine, whether they were entertainer, they still added to the culture. Mm-hmm. And that's what's most important. Um, when you get into like the specific as far as like are you like are you really like doing the things that you're doing like that really doesn't matter mm-hmm. like without Diddy I agree without Diddy agree. like we would never have making the band mm-hmm. making the band that show was crazy mm-hmm. without uh without Drake like what would we like who who singing and rapping he made yeah like cool. he he wouldn't he wouldn't man but open the avenue for uh, Bryson Teller mm-hmm. Tory Lanez the weekend mm-hmm. the weekend mm-hmm. party next door mm-hmm. like. Those people are like so influential and like just. It's crazy. He went from being a feature on Wayne tracks to featuring Wayne. The thing is, <laughs> that's, that's, it's crazy, right? And it's crazy that dude from Degrassi like did so much for the culture. Mm-hmm. And it's just that I think we just have to uh, realize that uh, when it comes to rap, like as long as you're adding, when it comes to rap, when it comes to hip hop, as long as you're adding to the culture, that's all that matters. So, and value, I agree with that point. Like, um, I guess you don't necessarily have to just live there. Like everybody didn't grow up like that, but. Mm-hmm. It's entertainment. People want to be entertained. You make good music. That still takes time. It's still hard work. So, I mean, everybody has to still play. Like, everybody still has to pay the price. Like, whether you lived it or not, mm-hmm. you still have to make up stuff that people like to listen to. People stuff that's catchy. You yeah. have to keep coming up with continuous content. So, it's not like I'm just discrediting them. I don't feel like you have to live their life. I don't have any less respect for them. I feel like everybody plays a part, and you just got to make sure you get into the bag. I think it's more so like just newer rappers. That's what, um, you know, like it's just, it just comes a point with the new age more so. I think you got a question on there about it, mm-hmm. about like newer rappers, right? You got a question on there about newer rappers, right? Uh, well, I mean, we, we talked about the mumble rappers, the newer ones and stuff, but my next question was actually, um, and you touched on it a little bit too about as far as the conscious and stuff, but how, does, uh, how do conscious rappers and gangster rappers make you feel? Like, do you feel like one of them's negative, maybe one of them's positive, or do you feel like both of them are needed, or do you feel like maybe one of them's sending the wrong message, especially to, like, the youth and stuff like that? Conscious rappers, and I'm just going to get my take first, with the conscious rappers, when I say conscious rappers, I mean, like, J. Cole, like, Kanye, Kendrick, Common, Jay-Z, like, I mean, people that when they speak, it's like telling a story, and it can relate to the struggle that's going on now back then and that's coming in the future they make you think outside of the box like Jay-Z's album it's about the story of OJ he was just like he trying to give y'all all this knowledge for $9.99 the price of the CD mm-hmm. or whatever it's just like people that really are dropping major bars J. Cole's whole last KLD was insane as far as like conscious rapping goes like it's insane I feel like that is the type of rap that is like needed but then you have the gangster rappers like Gucci, YG, Lil Wayne, Lil Boosie, we talked about Meek Mills on both sides, Kodak Black, Bobby Shmurda Davies, like these people that just rap about those three things we talked about, the money, the sex, and the drugs. Mm-hmm. So gangster rap can send a negative message maybe because uh, it's talking about the same three things and it's so influential to people, 
But I feel like if you, if you can relate to your struggle with that, maybe you still not going to be out there game making, but you already know what's going on in those songs. It's just relating to you, helping you get through something, because now you can hear how somebody else went through the same struggle. That's that's my take on how I feel like maybe both of them are needed, in a sense. You need both of these types of music. Yeah, because I think at the end of the day, like... Um I think that when it comes to music, like with with hip hop, with rap, um, it just provides you with so many different perspectives. Um, as far as like if you're able to kind of take in all those perspectives and kind of filter through like which one resonates with you, that's that's strictly on the person listening to the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, like as far as the question was like as far as uh, how it affects the yeah. youth. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, how do you like? How does it make you feel, conscious rappers versus gangster rappers? Oh, like both both resonate with me because I've seen both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was raised to be very militant. Um, I'm, I'm sure I said it on past podcasts. Like I was raised to be like just prideful in being black, being um, being a black man. Um, just the power that I had in the society. Like I was raised on um, I was raised on roots. I was raised on eyes on the prize. All that. So like when I hear conscious rappers such as. Um, Let's say J Electronica or um, Common. Mm-hmm. Like when I hear those rappers, like it just gives me a sense of like it just makes me feel like more relieved. It's yeah, more, like, the other people empowered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like all right, cool. Like what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling. I'm not the just, only one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not the only one here. But I was also able to uh, relate to gangster rappers such as um, the Game or. I was able to relate to rappers such as uh, even Schoolboy Q yeah. because I also saw that side too. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of a healthy balance. Healthy balance of both. Yeah, like I was able to just kind of be like, all right, like I'm educated, I'm smart, and um, I don't necessarily have to live like that life mm-hmm. as far as robbing and killing, like all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like I was able to, I, I saw robbing, I saw killing, I've been jumped, I done been robbed, mm-hmm. like I done been all that. So it's just like I was able to see both sides of that and just be able to come to a healthy balance. Like, So you need a healthy balance of both. Yeah, There's I two think, sides of yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that if you fall like more so into one side, then it's either that you're just, that's what you've just been exposed to. Mm-hmm. But I think that in my experience, I've been able to just see both sides. So it's just like I'm able to just fall in the middle. And like I ain't I ain't sitting up here like just shooting nobody. Nah, I never did that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I'm able to just understand it because I've seen other people get a gun put to their head. I've seen all that. So it's just like, all right, I can relate. What um what are like the three tracks that you feel like have kind of influenced you mm. the most? Like, not of all time, that's impossible to ask somebody to just put it in a three. Mm. But like, what tracks do you feel like you can relate to? Like, it can be from whatever mm. time period. It can be any. Yeah, song. yeah. So I'm gonna preference this like everybody out there that's listening right now. You have a soundtrack to your life. You mm-hmm. have songs that really just like every time you hear, like you like, yo, this is my shit. <laughs> but um, so I'm not saying this. This isn't top three. But I think that this is uh, definitely like just some a few tracks on the soundtracks of my life. All right, so the first track um, came out in 1995, man, and uh, I didn't hear it probably until about 2004, 2003, and it was "Freaking You" mm-hmm. by Jodeci. Oh, you nasty! Hey, it was it, 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 it was a time in my life to where like I was really just interested, and I think that this is on the soundtrack to my life because mm-hmm. it was just like, all right, 
it was just uh just something that I was really interested. I was really interested in sex at the time. Like I wanted to know more about it. Man, we so, all when heard, was, man. so when I heard this song, like this was like I told y'all Brian yeah, was a sex addict. Yeah, like shit. Hey, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> but uh yeah, freaking you definitely um is the own like one of the tracks on the soundtracks of my life. The next one is a homecoming by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just made me feel a lot more prideful in my city. Okay, okay. Like uh, Chicago, like the yeah. perf- personification of a city. I met this girl when I was three years old. Mm-hmm. Man, like it just. And when I grew up, she taught me how to go downtown. Like the personification of a city, the city that I'm from. It just made me more excited to like just be from Chicago, be prideful of being from Chicago. And then the next one is um, 2009, um, and it's Pursuit of Happiness by uh, Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. So, like, at that point in time, I think I was just, like, kind of, like, on, like, I was going through some shit in my life at the time. Like, I was on the depressed side, but, like, so listening to the, I'm on the Pursuit of Happiness, I know everything that glitters ain't gold. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just understanding, like, all right, you're going to have ups and downs in life, yeah. but as long as you're just always on that pursuit of just find, trying to figure out what makes you happy, that... Is what that's a song that really just stands out to me. Like mm-hmm. it's always something that I always remember. Like it always every time I hear it, I go crazy. Oh word! Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Cole, man, with the conscious rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is um Green Ranger. You remember that? When his first job, I was like 16, trying to get some hair from a mixed thing, big dreams. Like yeah. I know like every word to this yeah. song. And the songs that I have on here necessarily, I don't want to say they necessarily just relate. To me, because I don't always listen to music because it relates to maybe a struggle that I've had or something like that. Sometimes I just admire the creativity and artistic ability of the lyricists. Yeah. Like, I admire all of that. Like So, but uh, I'm saying, like, when did you first hear that song? I was like, what was that, middle school, high school, something like that? But it makes you more curious. Like, all right, what if I do get this hair from a mixed... Whatever. I mean, like, definitely can relate like, to that. Yeah, but I'm bad. Right. You can relate yeah, to that. You see like, what I'm saying? Like, snippets and stuff. But, but but I'm just saying, like, because you can relate to those small snippets, what, because it's just a good song. At the end of the day, like, you just kind of like, I can relate to this. But no, nah, it's a good that, song. Yeah. But like, that's that song I could relate to. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just about to give y'all some other songs that I necessarily yeah. can't relate to. I just like the fact that they opened the gateway for me to look into somebody else's view. I liked, um, and this is when you mentioned off. Of, you didn't mention you mentioned this earlier, but it was a uh, 1985. I just like this because this song is just so conscious. Yeah. Like from the start to the end. Because of how deep it is, because of how real it is, because of it's a struggle that I haven't really experienced firsthand, but that I know it exists. What's the struggle? Like he's just talking about how like like people like he was talking about how dude, you know, was like trying to talk mess about him and stuff like that. But dude, he was like, You you only rapping like cause it's hot right now. Mm. Like you're not really talking about no real stuff. You're only rapping about what the White folks really want to hear, yeah. you know, like I just need you to grow some, and I just need you to grow some. Like <laughs> it's just like they want to see you entertain, jump around, spending money on cars and clothes. Mm-hmm. And you still ain't even got a house when you broke, you know. Like you spend money on all this stuff, and you ain't even got a house to live in. You ain't bought your mama house, and so that's the song I like because it's just so conscious. And J Cole just be thinking like so ahead of his time and stuff. And then um this next one I just like it because just the bars is just stupid. This back when Drake was a feature uh, on a Lil Wayne song. Oh shit! I don't even know if he was featured on this, but it was Ransom. You remember Ransom? Yeah, Ransom was on both that mix. Yeah, it was like yeah, both yeah. of them, right? Yeah, this this was when Drake was still uh, featuring. Like he he took up a lot of the song, but uh, yeah, yeah. But it was just was like still, both. It was, of them, Lil, it was Lil Wayne featuring Drake. Both of them had yeah. stupid bars in yeah. the song. Like that, I just like that song because this song is just like 
I can play this at any point in time. Most yeah. people don't even know all the lyrics to this. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I do. Because it was just like both of these rappers was like hot to me since they first came out. Lil Wayne, we both remember his whole spiel. Hey, like, we will never forget that run, Lil Wayne. Lil had. Wayne was caught up, caught up too. I don't know what he's doing and then right now. Drought but, three, drought is over, like all them shits. Man, I used to rewind the track every. That's probably why I know this song verbatim <laughs> because I used to rewind it so many times. That's how Wayne used to spit though. You had to be like, "What did you say? Let me take that back." Stupid man. Wayne was ridiculous. Rapping is my hobby. My house has a lobby. I right, never mind. Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> but no, those, those are the three that kind of just like, I guess, semi-relate. But more so, I just appreciate the creativity and the story that they create. And then mm. I can actually see that through these lyrics. Yeah. That's all I got to say, honestly, about this whole little rap culture. We, we took a little chunk. Not too much. We took a little chunk out of it, though. Like, we took a little chunk. I'm doing what I can, man. Yeah, like, we just trying to get back. Like music, music, music is an amazing thing, and it just invokes a lot of feelings. So mm-hmm. like, it's a lot it's, of power. Yeah, in Yeah, it. it's a lot of power in it, but you just got to be able to filter through the bullshit and just mm-hmm. take things. You got to understand the things that you want to say for service level and the things you want to actually like indulge in. Mm-hmm. Like you really gonna think about. That's it, man. Once again, this is Storm Matisse. And this is B.A. And we are Made Men Podcast. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts and everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. In between. So, if you like the podcast, hit like. Hit like. Give comments. We appreciate all the support up to this point. We will have this recap for y'all next week for the power. We appreciate that. We hope y'all got some out of this little short history snippet into the music that we listen to in our daily lives today. And we'll be back next week. So tune in. Lock in. I once got busy in a bathroom. I'm crazy. Allow me to amaze thee. They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me. I'm still getting in the and I even got my own day.